Welcome to Get On Purpose, the podcast to get clear on what matters to you, get moving, and get results. Hello, and welcome to Get On Purpose, Season 1, Episode 3. Welcome back. The idea behind Get On Purpose is to present an approach or formula for living a life of purpose each and every day. So each episode, you know, we'll add an ingredient, which by the end of the season offers this approach or formula so that you can live a life of and on purpose. And most importantly, measure how you're going so you can hold yourself accountable. And if it makes sense for you, get your friends, family, and colleagues to hold yourself accountable. This way, you know, when you're actually living a life of and on purpose. I think it's important to pause for a moment to reflect on exactly what this means, especially, you know, at times such as those we're living in. I think the idiom itself on purpose is the best talking point. You know how this is often quoted when someone does something that isn't very nice or is intentionally wrong or nasty. We often hear people say, did you do that on purpose? Well, we often hear parents, I mean, I've said times to my kids, you know, when they deliberately don't listen or do something they were just asked not to do, like, I can't believe you did that on purpose. We've all experienced this. And it's certainly not the intention of getting on purpose. In fact, it is the exact opposite, which is, you know, why I titled my book On Purpose, because it's literally a play on words. I had um, one of my book launches at the Ethics Center in Sydney, and During question time, one of the questions was, what if your purpose was to build a bomb? And, you know, I always predicted I'd I'd get a question like that, especially at the Ethics Center. But I I didn't answer it well at the time. You know, I was nervous. I just released the book. And I, I kind of answered it in the context of business. And I should have answered it from an ethical context. Ironic, given the location I know. I think it's important that, you know, we acknowledge that we could debate this, you know, the good versus the bad of a bomb. And at the end, if we wanted to, you know, I think we could, but I think the majority of you will know exactly what I mean by this example. The intention of Get On Purpose and of my book is is to build for a better world, a world where bombs are no longer needed. A big, hairy, audacious goal indeed, but one I think we all need to put our eyes towards. So the purpose of this podcast is to offer this approach, an approach that helps us get on purpose so that we do the right things, live the good life, and make our our world a better place along the way. So the foundational assumption behind living life of purpose is that your purpose will have meaning. Your purpose will be for the betterment of our world and humanity, and it really creates no harm along the way. Episode one and two lay the foundation required before we define our purpose. I collectively refer to them as our blueprint. So if you remember in episode one and two, we talked about the principles and foundational values which we live by. There is a great saying that many of us will have heard. The standard you walk past is the one you choose to accept. Your blueprint is defining the standards you're going to accept. So knowing what you stand for is extraordinarily powerful and it helps us steer our decisions and live our lives in the right direction. It helps us to consciously live and not let biases or triggers affect our decisions. It effectively becomes a filter for all of our decisions so that we can make more right-hand decisions than left. 
So today is all about getting under the hood of the term that everyone is talking about, purpose, with the assumption that you've spent some time either clarifying or creating your blueprint. So before I begin, I want to also take a moment to discuss the difference between passion and purpose because they often get intertwined because they have a direct link. Passion is defined as a powerful or compelling emotion or, you know, a feeling towards something. And passion is incredible. It's fantastic when we have it. It fuels everyone in the room and it can guide you or lead you to your purpose. It really is like another input into your purpose equation. We, but we can feel passionate about things that have nothing to do with or are relevant with respect to our purpose. And it's really important to know the distinction. By way of example, I recently had the great pleasure of taking my daughters to a business chicks breakfast in Sydney where we heard from Dr. Jane Goodall. Jane shared her life's journey and her message of peace and conservation for all of Earth's animals. And she started by sharing her childhood stories that began at the age of one, where she told this beautiful story of how her parents came in and she was into her bedroom and she was in bed at the age of one with a handful of earthworms because she just loved worms. And then there was a time at the age of about four when her parents couldn't find her. They called the police, never thinking to look in the hen house where Jane was sitting quietly next to the hens waiting for the eggs to be laid. This was Jane's childhood passion. Jane loved animals. So as she got older, she decided to study as a secretary to fund a trip to Africa where she could see animals in the wild, which, you know, historically this trip was the genesis of her purpose. It led her to a life of advocacy, conservation, and now activism. Her purpose being fulfilled, fueled by her passion for animals, where her purpose was really and continues to be in the area of advocacy, conservation, and activism. They are intrinsically linked and one provided the fuel for the other. Purpose can often overwhelm us, particularly I think when we feel like we don't have one big life purpose. I see it a lot. I've personally experienced it. You know, and I don't think I'm living my purpose. I get all stressed, but it's important not to get overwhelmed and to acknowledge, dare I say, that life is a journey. And some of us know our purpose early and some evolve over time. But in the end, with the right intentions, I believe we all get there. Independent of how old it is, we land there. So I like to break purpose into three different groups, with the most important one being our personal purpose. But I like to talk about three because they feed into one another. And I define them as transactional, personal, and work. So we're going to be discussing all three over the course of the season, exploring the intersections as ideally our day-to-day transaction and our work really want to feed and fuel into our personal purpose. And I guess nirvana is when they're all three of them are aligned. From the simplest of tasks to how we get food on the table, if they all fuel one personal purpose, it really provides a purpose-driven life. So let's spend a little time discussing transactional purpose. You know, those simple day-to-day transactions which, which happen to us And they're either wasting our time or adding to our life. And it all depends on whether or not we're asking the right questions. For example, on a Saturday morning, if you think you have to go shopping, maybe ask yourself, why? Does it serve a purpose or has this just become a habit? Or if you're at work and you're having a meeting and you're thinking, why are we having this meeting again? 
You know, is it because it's just recurring in your diary or is it time to rethink the meaning purpose and adjust it or end it? And when we put this question into our day-to-day transactions or the majority of them, it doesn't mean they have to be in everything. It's important to relax and that serves a purpose as well. We will have a more purpose-driven day-to-day life because we're going to be carefully filtering what we do with our time. And in reality, time is our most precious commodity. And aren't children's the master of this? Always curious, always asking the simple question of why. Why are we doing this? I guess we just need to manifest our inner child and ask ourselves and others why to keep our transactional purposes on purpose. You know, as a side note, I just want to highlight that this doesn't mean we don't relax or chill out because that definitely serves a purpose. We all need downtime. It's just about making sure we're not wasting our time, going through the motions or ticking boxes. So the second purpose is, of course, the most important purpose. And the key highlight of this Get On Purpose podcast is our own purpose. You know, what is my reason to exist? We all have one and we are all unique beings. So please don't compare yourself to others. And you know, our raison d'etre, my French is terrible. Why do I exist? It unfolds and it unfolds through life. And as we progress through the season, we're going to knit together all of the different inputs to create a formula so that you're clear on your purpose and you're manifesting that in everything you do, every transaction, your work, your home, every aspect of your life. And through next week's episode, we'll spend a lot of time unpacking the difference between purpose, mission, and vision. So if that's on your mind, just hold on to that for next week and um, just kind of focus on purpose for now. So the third purpose is that of the organizations that we work with or work for, you know, whether it's your company, someone else's company, a non-for-profit, the government publicly listed company, it doesn't, it doesn't matter. All of, all of those organizations need to be very clear on why they exist, what their purpose is. You know, we spend a lot of time at work, so it's important to be v- very clear that we know what the purpose of our work is or our organization's purpose because we're there for a very long time. And if you're the leader, if you're not articulating the purpose every day, day in and day out, how do you know the direction everybody's heading in? And how do you know what's driving them? Because it really should be the purpose. It's really important that customers, employees, shareholders, the community around you, partners, all of the people that you serve as an organization know why you exist. And one of the great things about the word purpose is, you know, it's both a noun and a verb. And you know, one of the beautiful benefits of a verb is it denotes action. You have to do something. And so having your purpose statement centered around an active verb right in the middle of the sentence is always going to lead you to a place where people are turning your purpose into actions. And it enables you with an active verb at the center of it to articulate it succinctly, you know, so that it's easy for everyone to remember. And it should really ignite excitement in your organization. And it should be able to focus everybody on the outcomes that you require to succeed at work and and not the other way around. You know, many people, they look at profit, budgets, growth, capital markets, personal promotions, personal salary increases, bonuses, you know, free time, all of those things at work that we're always looking at, they're, they're really outputs. They're the outputs that measure the success of you executing on your organization's purpose. And 
eventually in, in creative, fast moving times that we're in, if this purpose isn't clear, you're going to fall behind because you need everyone creatively and curiously contributing to driving your purpose. You know, if we look at a company like Kodak, not negating all of the research and hard work that I'm sure went into evaluating what happened and also trying to prevent it, the bankruptcy, but would purpose have led them to a better outcome if if the simple purpose of Kodak was to create memories, could they have found their way to transition from a film-based organization to a digital one and have gone the distance? It's just something to consider. Could the simplicity of being really clear on their purpose have led them into the future? Food for thought. So an organization who I believe has mastered their purpose is Oz Harvest in Australia. Founder and CEO Ronnie Kahn speaks very openly about how at the start of the organization, they had a very different purpose. They thought they were in the business of rescuing food, which is certainly a task they complete each and every day, but it is not their purpose, not their reason to exist. And after a comprehensive purpose and branding review, Oz Harvest rebranded and relaunched their purpose. And now at their headquarters, there is a huge sign that says our purpose is to nourish the nation. A bold statement and one that drives the creative engine that continues to expand the reach, impact, and influence of the entire organization. Oz Harvest's influence is so strong, they're able to actually change public policy for the better. Have a look at my um, interview with Ronnie on YouTube at On Purpose Hub. And uh, we're friends, so it's a, it's a friendly interview, but it really defines how the active verb nourish has transformed their organization. When you think about your work's purpose, wh- wherever you're working, whether you're the leader, an employee, it may not be your long-term purpose, but it is where you're spending a lot of time. So find it out and make sure you connect with it or not. And if you don't connect with your work's purpose, make a decision. And if you're the leader, make sure that purpose is really clear and everyone knows how to connect with it. Because work's purpose is a bit like a redwood tree. You know, redwoods are tall and strong, but their root system depends on those around it. You know, a strong purpose will connect with everyone in your organization and you'll start to operate like a community bit like a redwood forest. You know, you'd think a 350 foot tall tree would be perfectly strong within its own roots, but it's not. It's not the case at all. Their roots are actually quite shallow. And what they do is they extend up to a hundred feet from the trunk and they reach out and intertwine with those around them. And they actually sometimes fuse together. And it gives redwood forests tremendous strength against the forces of nature because they're acting as one unit. And this is why they can withstand such high winds and raging floods. And I bring up the redwoods as an example because I think it's important to face into the world we're living in right now, you know, raging floods. We, we are at a very unique time in history, one like no other. We have our planet under threat, the continued globalization which changes everything and creates all of the interdependencies we've experienced, and the exponential growth in technology. And this exponential growth in technology is very positive, but if not fueled with a good purpose, can be quite dangerous as well. 
this intersection of environmental risk, globalization, and rapid exponential growth in technology makes it really important that we have clear work purposes. They absolutely must be clear. We can't afford to make decisions that are off purpose. We, we just don't have the time for that anymore. So we'll be talking about work and purpose and vision and mission and all of that in the next episode. So I want you to kind of have a think about all of this, but not get overwhelmed by the three. Just think about your personal purpose. So today's get on purpose action is all about having a think about our transactional purposes and our work purpose. So consider your week. Did the majority of this week's transactions, the stuff you did in your day-to-day have clear purposes? Reflect back on anything you would consider a waste of time and have a think about why that was and have a think about if the purpose was clear. And with the work you're doing, the stuff that's paying your bills, is the purpose of the work that you individually are responsible for clear and defined? If not, define it. Write it down and make sure everyone knows the purpose of your particular role and your work. And if you lead a team, bring everyone along with you. And if the organization you work for or you lead doesn't have a clear purpose, just have a think about it and start kind of brainstorming what that might look like. And if it does, make sure you're actually clear on what it is. So that's Today's GAPA, Get On Purpose Action. Have a think about it all, write it all down, and make sure you're saving week on week's GAPAs because what we're going to do is we're going to knit them all together. And we're going to do that partially through the season and then at the end of the season. So until next time, remember what you do matters. Thanks for listening. And if you'd like to subscribe, we're on iTunes as Get On Purpose. And if you want to leave a comment or review on iTunes, we love it. Always keen to hear from you. If you want to get in touch, I'm on Twitter at Karen T. James. And I've got loads more info over on the website, KarenTJames.com. You can also, you know, find us on social, in Facebook and Instagram, On Purpose Hub.